Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're going to be looking at a slightly longer than normal passage today from Luke chapter 17, starting in verse 20. One day the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? Jesus replied, the kingdom of God can't be detected by visible signs. You won't be able to say, here it is, or it's over there, for the kingdom of God is already among you. Then he said to his disciples, the time is coming when you will long to see the day when the Son of Man returns, but you won't see it. People will tell you, look, there is the Son of Man, or here he is, but don't go out and follow them. For as the lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other, so it will be on the day when the Son of Man comes. But first the Son of Man must suffer terribly and be rejected by this generation. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days, the people enjoyed banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat, and the flood came and destroyed them all. And the world will be as it was in the days of Lot. People went about their daily business, eating and drinking, buying and selling, farming and building, until the morning Lot left Sodom. Then fire and burning sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Yes, it will be business as usual right up to the day when the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, a person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return home. Remember what happened to Lot's wife. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. And if you let your life go, you will save it. That night, two people will be asleep in one bed. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour together at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. Where will this happen, Lord? The disciples asked. Jesus replied, Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Jesus is sharing a very prophetical teaching about the last day, and it's interesting that he teaches on the same topic, but he gives two different forms of the same answer, right? It's the same answer, but the teaching levels depend on who the audience is. He gives an answer to the Pharisees who ask this kind of question, and then he goes a lot more in depth with the disciples than he does with the Pharisees. This is a rare moment in both instances, does does not depend on who's asking the question, when Jesus directly answers the question that is asked of him. And in asking this question, the people are trying to figure out when the final day of judgment will come. In other words, as the disciples are looking at this question, they're looking at when the second coming of Jesus will be. When is his final return? When is the day of judgment, right? When will time end and stop? And when will people be saved? And when will the kingdom of God actually come? And the answer Jesus gives the Pharisees is that the kingdom of God is already at work in their midst. This has been displayed on an example throughout his ministry, especially after the healing of the 10 lepers that we looked at in the last episode. It is interesting as well, and this is not the only time when Jesus talks about the end times and the final day of judgment, but why do people want to know when the final day of judgment is? To what end, right? Why? I think it's because that when we know something, when we have the information that's available, we are able to have some sense of control. We're able to have and make informed decisions. And this is incredibly comforting, but it's also powerfully addictive. And people like to have that kind of attention to be able to know and say, well, I know what day it is and listen to me. And which is why Jesus tells the disciples to be careful 
for there's going to be a lot of people, even after Jesus leaves, when they will experience, right? And this is the disciples, not at long after Jesus leaves, this message will creep into the midst of his followers that come after he ascends into heaven that will say, here's the son of man. Jesus has returned. Come look at him. And Jesus is warning the disciples to not listen to them because the day of his return will be so obvious that people won't be able to miss it. It's not going to be, uh, it's going to be it comes suddenly, it's going to catch people unprepared, but it will be so obvious. It will not happen in secret. And Jesus reveals six different points. And I'm taking this uh, from one of the commentaries that I'm looking at. There is something called the People's Bible Commentary that I'm utilizing to help me study and prepare for this text or this episode. And if you would like to take a look at that resource, it's a, a great to be able to have for devotional purposes to help you understand this text a lot more. Um, but you see six different points that Jesus brings out in this passage. First off, it won't come as soon as people want. This final day of judgment will not come when people want it to. The second point he makes is that it'll be so obvious when it happens. The third point is that there's a time of suffering that's going to come first. And he is even highlighting the suffering and betrayal that he is going to go through first before this final day happens. The fourth point he makes is that people will be caught unprepared and caught unaware. He uses the example of Noah and Lot, that it's just a normal Tuesday, right? And I'm just throwing out Tuesday as an arbitrary example, just a normal standard day. People are going about their business and then boom, the day of judgment happens and it catches people unaware. The fifth point that Jesus makes is that this day will happen quickly. The final day of judgment will happen quickly. And finally, that people will be separated and not just people, but family and friends will be separated by this final judgment. Jesus uses the word taken here when he's talking about this day of separation of the final judgment. And when he's using the word taken, we can't confuse this with what some people suspect is teaching from Jesus about a rapture. When Jesus or God is going to send angels or some kind of power to be able to lift uh, his followers away so that they avoid the final days of wrath and judgment. That is not how God's kingdom works. God is saying, Jesus is saying here, and remember Jesus is God, so we can say that God is saying that this final taken is not referring to a rapture. He is talking about, just like in the days of Noah and Lot, these people are taken to safety on the same day that others are, are left to judgment. That is what Jesus is referring to here as taken. They are separated, right? And we have that example from the parables with the weeds, where some, the, the wheat is taken into the barns and the weeds are separated from the wheat and are left to this day of judgment with, with the fire. And Matthew goes on and compares this to a day that is full of weeping and gnashing of teeth. The when and the where aren't important. And I think we pick up on the fact that the disciples really aren't fully listening because they ask where. And this is something when early on when Jesus is explaining this day to the disciples, he's saying where doesn't matter. It's going to happen everywhere and it'll happen all at the same time. When will this happen? No one knows. So the fact they ask where leads Jesus to respond the way that he does in verse 37, right? There's going to be a very clear sign. Jesus is instructing us and the disciples to be prepared for that day. 
make yourself right with God. You know, stay on the straight and narrow, remain faithful, remain steadfast, but be prepared for that final day of judgment because it will happen quickly and it will catch people off uh, unprepared and off guard. So the question, obviously, that we are kind of obviously left with as we come to the end of today's episode is, are you prepared for the second coming of Jesus? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.